It's your favorite podcast, Almost Holy, where if you feel close or far from Jesus, trust and believe we are all in need of him with your host, Victoria Faith. Hey, what's up, Almost Holy family? Merry late Christmas if you're listening to this on the 26th. If not, I hope and pray that you all had a wonderful Christmas season and New Year and were reminded of Jesus being the reason for the season. Amen. Let me pray us in. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for being who you are, for allowing us to gather together on this platform. I pray that the Holy Spirit leads this episode and touches the hearts of your children in whichever way they need. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. So my last episode, Am I Afraid, really got me thinking about what Almost Holy is in relationship to mental health. Because I never want this to be a pray it away ministry or anything that denies people their experiences, their circumstances, their emotions, all these things that make us who we are and just say, just just recite scripture, right? Now, I do stand by everything that I said, um, because I know it helps somebody. I was listening to one of my favorite ministries called Better Together, and it's a bunch of women in leadership, and it's they all like rotate throughout um the show. And so whether you have Jackie Hill Perry or Joyce Meyer, you have all these seasoned women and their walk with God sharing their lives and what they have learned about God along the way. And the last episode I was listening to, one of the women on the show said, some of us just let the devil beat us up. And I had been trying to figure out, God, what was the point of this episode? Am I afraid? I just don't want to, I'm just wrestling. I'm wrestling with who you are and uh, mental health and what does that look like to be a mental health advocate while not denying who God is, right? It's a very like kind of gray space to be sometimes it feels like. Um, But as I was watching Better Together, one of the women said, some of us just let the devil beat us up. And I, even if it's unconscious, obviously, and I really resonated with that. I'm like, okay, that that's why I did it. That's why I did the episode because we unconsciously let things, we just accept things that the enemy says. We know that he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. We hold on to it so tightly that we don't even consider what God has said about us and what he offers us and realizing that there is a war at hand and knowing that Jesus is on the throne, but we also need to um, do our part and realize the things that God has given us. Amen. And so that 
episode, Am I Afraid, was really for that group of people. And we know that God speaks to people individually. So while that episode was for some people, I know that this episode will be for some people. You know, I went to grad school initially for mental health. I wanted to get my license in clinical social work. And then I moved away from that a little bit. And now I'm actually going back in that direction. And I'm trying to figure out the balance between my faith and mental health. Where do these two things meet? And I've kind of always brushed over it in the podcast. Like, oh yeah, go to therapy. I believe in it. But I haven't sat down and really shared with you all more of my mental health journey and how it's got me to where I am, as well as Jesus. Um, Y'all know my faves, Jackie and Preston. Um, (laughs) um, I don't actually know them. It's Jackie Hope Perry and Preston Perry, but I feel like I know them. But they have coined the term Jesus in therapy, and that obviously hits the nail on the head to what I also believe in. And this episode is really to shed more light on what that process is like in terms of loving God while also seeking professional care for your mental health. And so my first thing that I want to talk about in terms of being patient with yourself, one is that it takes time. Your mental health will not be cured at the blink of an eye, just like your physical health, right? If you have a bad knee or you pull something, you break something, it takes time to heal. So as we're traumatized physically, we can be traumatized mentally and emotionally. And so that will also be a process of reteaching your mind to operate in a way that resembles the way it was before the event happened to put it quite quite simply right you're like you 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 break your leg and now you have to go to physical therapy you have to teach yourself this is how you walk again this is how you flex again all these things that were once like second they were part of your nature now you have to learn and so when we go into mental health spaces we can identify things that have caused us to not think in a way that is beneficial to who we are we have to retrain ourselves and that takes a lot a lot of time and i know it very well um My mental health journey started when I was a sophomore in college. Like, I was, like, 19 years old. And, like, everything bad literally happened. It felt like um, my grandmother got diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Um, My sister was dealing with a lot mental health-wise. And I was, like, her main emotional support. I was living in in a very unhealthy living situation. And I also was in an unhealthy relationship. And to put, to wrap that all up in a cute little bow, I'm also like failing school basically. And I'm 19 years old. I didn't know how to deal with it. This was the first time in my life where it seemed like a lot of things were going wrong and it just felt out of control. So, and I was losing a lot of weight too. So I'm like, what is going on with me? And so I went to see a therapist and initially I had hoped that it would kind of 
solve a lot of my problems and her being able to identify all the issues that I was having and make it better. But that wasn't the case. And she really wasn't that effective. Also, because I wasn't that vulnerable with her. I didn't want to be and she we didn't click always find a therapist who you click with because it's necessary to be vulnerable with them so they could also really get to maybe like the root cause of a lot of issues and this is almost holy so of course i have to incorporate scripture in this in romans chapter 12 verse 2 it says do not be conformed Um, by the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that word renewing, it's a verb. It's not, you're renewed, here's your sticker, keep on walking, but rather it's a constant process throughout our life. The sanctification that we experience on this side of eternity takes a lifetime. And once we see Jesus and we go to heaven, then we'll be in our final form. But as we're on earth, it won't happen right away. And to me, that verse really highlights what this mental health journey is, right? It's a renewing, a constant renewing of your mind. It could be, you could be so far removed from an event or relationship or just some, who knows, a traumatic um, instance that changed how you think, but it takes so much constant renewing of your mind. And when we know Jesus, the best part is that he also gives us more power to for our minds to be healed because he is a healer, right? But we also have to do the work. We have to go to physical therapy for our minds for it to be strengthened again. And like I said, I went to therapy once um, my sophomore year and I went back again. Was it it was my junior year, I think, or maybe even no, it was my senior year. I went back and this time I went to a different counselor and it was for people who had experienced, you know, like some like unhealthy relationships. And my girl, Jamie, she was absolutely incredible. She really helped me get to a place where I felt like I could breathe again. And something I'll never forget that she said was, therapy is like a Band-Aid, right? You have a, imagine you have a wound and you have a band-aid over it because if you don't, then bacteria will get in, you, it could get infected. All the natural elements of the world, you're like vulnerable to them. So you have to make sure it stays protected and you have it covered up. But we also know that wounds need air. And so when you come in here, you can take the band-aid off and it can get the air that it needs. And then once you leave, you can put the band-aid back on but know that eventually it won't need the band-aid, right? It won't need to be covered up the same way because it has been healed. And there are two things that really come up for me when I think about that in terms of, one, obviously this is a process. Wounds don't heal automatically. So being like, okay, 
it doesn't have to be everything that I'm dealing with doesn't have to be solved after this one session. I can just take the bandaid off. And when I go back out, I need to still survive. I still need to go to school and be functioning in my relationships in my organizations that I'm in. All these things are needed for me to get the job done. However, I still have a wound to tend to. And so when we think about patients and our mental health, I found that so helpful and very comforting and calming that I don't have to be ready to take off the Band-Aid all the time right away. And um, something while we're in this journey of waiting, right, we also need to ask ourselves, what are we doing while we wait? Are we just focusing so much on what isn't yet because we know that God has promised us all these things and you're just frustrated with yourself probably I know I have had moments where I'm like why am I still thinking like this I thought I was over this I'm so irritated because I want to be stronger I want to get the job done I don't want to be this weak person anymore who can't seem to say nice things about themselves or be in healthy relationships why me God right what what are we doing right now am I focusing uh, is all of my attention on the bad things? Am I focusing on what isn't? Or am I also making sure that I worship while I wait? Because I really believe, and I've seen it in my own life, that when we put our hands up to God and so give him thanks and praise for who he is, because we know that we, we from dust we come into dust we, we return, we know that through that God is still the same. So although acknowledging the process is necessary, it's also just as necessary to make sure our heart posture is still positioned towards heaven. Amen. And so my second point in patience with ourselves is this is going to take unlearning and relearning, right? This isn't a passive thing that we do. Just like I said, when we go to physical therapy, you have to relearn how to move your body. So you have to relearn how to say correct things to yourself and relearn situations that maybe at one time were harmful, but now you're in a new season of life. You're with new people. You're in a new environment that's safe. You don't have to respond the same way. And so it takes unlearning and relearning and being open to that. Another thing that my therapist, Jamie, I told her that if I'm ever famous, I will make sure that people know about her. Um, the second thing she said after I shared with her, you know, I feel like I forgot who I am. And her response was, that's okay. Sometimes we all forget who we are. And I'm here to remind you. And even as I say that, I feel so much relief because she identified that or she validated the felt the the way that I felt. And that even speaks to what the first point I made that she said that that she shared with me in terms of there being a wound. Sometimes I wanted to act like it wasn't there and just move on with my life, but her, her 
you know, vocalizing um, and making it okay that there was a wound made me accept it more as well. That, okay, that's fine. And I'm still um, worthy of who God says that I am. And so when she says, so when she told me that it's okay that I forgot, I just needed some reminding instead of like, you know, being like, shoving scripture down my throat like you are who God says you are it's like you know we're we're figuring this out together and I'm here to just you know suggest new things to your brain that you can also decide if you want to receive or not if I tell you that you aren't what happened to you are you gonna say no I am I am or are you going to hmm maybe quite maybe this everything that I've experienced is a reflection of the people around me and then projecting all their hurts but it has nothing to do with my inherent value to God and I'm incorporating God in this but as I was in therapy I wasn't having these thoughts but I think it's necessary to have a a base of Christ because we know that um he says when we build um, ourselves on him, like, like nothing can shake it. Right. And so if you're more fortunate than me to have given your full yes to God, when you're going through mental health, there is so much more security that the things that you are learning about yourself or unlearning or relearning are rooted in scripture and what God says. But it may, like I said, it may take time. So don't stress yourself out that you have to be Wonder Woman or Wonder or Superman to to have, you know, nothing hurt you because we know that when we are weak, God is strong. He gets us through the day. It's his strength, not mine, that he lets us, um, you know, what is, uh, I just read this scripture in Isaiah about um, wings like eagles, but he carries us through just like he carried the children of Israel through. It's not as if we haven't seen God work out in our lives. This is why knowing scripture is important and acknowledging who we've seen God be in our lives. I still have a list of things on my wall about what God has done. So although I may not see the final product of my mental health journey, I still know that he's good, not just because of what I see on my wall, which is very like earthly reminders. I also just believe that he is who he said he is. Glory is, um, it's his goodness, um, magnified. And I know I kind of tweaked that up a little bit, but we know that God shows us who he is through what he does in the earth, right? Think of a father. You're like, oh, you're a good father, but I, but your kids are like miserable. You don't do anything for them. Matter of fact, they actually kind of hate you because you're mean and stingy and all these terrible things. You would think that doesn't make sense for a good father. A good father is generous and loving and welcoming and forgiving. And so when we think of God, and, and they're also very patient. And so when we are waiting, just waiting for things to change in our brains that a lot of the times probably weren't your fault, fault 
And even if they were, like how I feel some of my situations in life were, we know that we still have a good father. He says, that's okay. And I'm actually here with you. And so that leads me to my my last point is know that God is in this with you. Psalm 23 verse 4 I'm not sure if I mentioned that at the beginning of the episode because I wrote it down. But even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. We have to walk through something. God doesn't teleport us to the other side of a situation. He's actually here with us. In his name, Emmanuel, God with us, also further states the fact that we don't have to go through this alone. He says he will never leave nor forsake, nor forsake us. And so, yes, the, yes, I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death. <laughs> like, imagine that. It doesn't, it's not like you're walking through a field of roses. You are walking through, you are looking death in the face, face it feels like. And I know what feeling like you're looking death in the face where I'm like, I don't living. That's, that's kind of, it's a lot right now because like I said, the days are long and I don't know if this will ever get better, but though there's all these things going wrong around me, God was with me and he got, and I walked through it with him and he walked through it with me. So now when I'm on the other side, hallelujah, glory to God, literally, I am able to say, oh, thank you, Jesus. Yes, that was scary. Yes, I didn't know how I was make it, but you got me through because I could not do it on my own strength. I was weak. I was down bad. I was unable to start my days anymore. And I never thought I could see life being good again. Yet, I've still seen your goodness prevail. And so that's really what I wanted to share with you all um, on this episode, that be patient with yourself and it takes time. Your mental health journey could take years and years. Don't give up. If you have to change therapists, then that's okay. So it takes time. Be open to unlearning and relearning and then know that God is with you. Doing it with him is a lot better than doing it by yourself. Um, in John chapter 6, I just read this actually where um, Jesus teaches a heart lesson about him being the bread of life. And uh, Jesus asks the disciples like, you know, are, do, you, do you all still want to stay and Peter says, who, like, who are we going to go to? <laughs> like, you give eternal life. And so life is going to be terrible in some moments, but life will also be beautiful, right? But the point is that sometimes it's terrible and you're going to have to get through certain things. But who do I want to be with? Do I want to be by myself? Do I want to just, you know, wing it? Or do I want to know that I'm with my savior and I'm with somebody that I will spend eternity with who has conquered death, who loves me to the ends of the earth? I'm going to choose option A and walk through it with Jesus. And so even if you're not at the mountaintop, remember to maybe look at the journey because you'll remember these things like, wow, that was actually, that was God. I saw him move in a way. You aren't just so focused 
on being where you aren't, but you are able to be present and appreciate what God has given you. Because what? We always still praise his name. So yeah, I pray that that blessed somebody. It was, wow, it blessed me lucky giving that and just remembering who God is to be patient with myself. I'm still so like, oh, Victoria, get get things right, you know? Um, when old habits sometimes come back up or feelings that I thought I didn't have to deal with anymore. But hey, wow, yeah, it takes it takes time. So I want to offer this time for anyone who wants to um, give their lives to Christ. So if that is you, and I pray that it is, repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I believe that he walked on the earth. I believe that he died for my sins and that he rose again. Today, I turn away from all my sin and I choose to follow Jesus. In his name I pray, amen. Mm -mm -mm. Amen, 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 and amen. Thank you all for listening and I and I hope that this blessed somebody for you to be a little give yourself more grace, you know. Um my next episode is the end for season 3 and yeah, that'll come out very soon. So, have a blessed one. Thanks again for listening. If you have prayer requests, praise reports, or anything else almost holy related, visit us at almostholy.org. God bless.